PFF NFL Daily. Today discussing the offseason for NFL teams and the teams that are best set up for the offseason. A couple different ways of looking at that. You've got salary cap space. You also have draft picks. And our guy, Aryun, put together a nice little handy chart over at PFF.com. He's got a whole article about the teams that are best set up. And uh, the, the scatter plot's really nice. You go top right. Those are the teams with the most resources. Bottom left, the teams with the fewest resources. So, Sam, uh, the two extreme ends of this, when you look into the offseason, you've got the Jaguars and the Jets best set up with both cap space and draft capital. On the other end of the spectrum, it's the New Orleans Saints and the Green Bay Packers worst set up going into this offseason as far as resources go. Yeah, and obviously that's... Uh... A particularly important thing for the Jags and for the the Jets, who have their young quarterbacks of the future in Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson, neither one of whom had a strong rookie season. Um, but they have the resources in place to be able to build around those guys quickly to try and make their lives an awful lot better in year two. Obviously, the Jags have got to navigate, you know, finding a new head coach and all those kinds of things first. But the fact that they have the ability to try and deploy some resources around these guys is good for their future. Another team actually in that kind of quadrant of the graph is Denver. Like Denver still has an awful lot to work with, albeit like they need the quarterback. They don't yet have the quarterback to be able to deploy it. But for them, it gives them a slightly different angle in that they have the resources to potentially acquire that quarterback, whether it's Aaron Rodgers, whether it's Russell Wilson, like Denver has the ammunition to try and make a move to snag a player at the most important position in the NFL, which for them is obviously huge as well. That's what makes this chart uh, kind of, it, it makes those teams both pop out, right? I mean, you, if you're Aaron Rodgers and you're looking at, I mean, granted, both teams are maybe coming from a different baseline and uh, with Green Bay, you know, you don't have Devontae Adams as part of this equation, which is why you don't have as much uh, resource. And if you if you do franchise him, you'll have even less resource. But if you're Aaron Rodgers, maybe you log into pff.com and you see this chart and you're like, all right, I can go to Denver, who's pretty much third in the NFL as far as resources and availability. Green Bay, who's second worst. How am I going to finish my career? Let me go to Denver with my buddy Nathaniel Hackett. So uh, absolutely, I think this um, the chart's telling when it comes to that. I think for the Jaguars and Jets, just to discuss them for a minute, I can't wait to see what this offseason's like because they were kind of in the top right last year as well. They both had a ton of resources as far as free agency Money goes as far as the draft capital. They were one and two in the draft last year. Uh, the Jets have the two first round picks, four and 10. So there's a lot that can happen this offseason to get these teams back on track, and they need it. Second straight year, essentially, they are uh, it, without peer as far as what's needed to rebuild. And we didn't see much of that fruit in year one from, from either team, either at the quarterback position with Trevor Lawrence or Zach Wilson or the supporting cast. Uh, of either, uh, you know, of either quarterback. So I think the way the Jets and the Jaguars build around those second-year quarterbacks is going to be one of the biggest stories this offseason. Yeah, and the the Jags, you know, there's there's still no evidence yet that that is a well-run team on the right direction on the basis that there's there's nobody really running it at the moment. You know, they have to staff that out in this offseason, having moved on from the Urban Meyer thing, given what a disaster that was. But we're starting to get a fairly large amount of you know mounting evidence that the Jets are well run and moving in the right direction pretty quickly. Now, look, there's still a lot of work to do. They were coming from a very low ebb and needed a, a major rebuild here, but they've already attacked that offensive line and done a pretty significant overhaul there. 
They obviously draft Zach Wilson. We, we don't yet know if he can be the guy going forward, but I think they're acutely aware that they need to deploy as much resource around him as possible, get him receivers, make sure that offensive line is in good shape, patch up the defense so that it's not giving up a ton of points and yards to anybody that rolls into town. Um, it'll be a really exciting offseason, I think, to see what the Jets do because they're going to be active. Like They're going to try and throw as much of this resource that they've been hoarding at this problem as they can uh, because they believe that the Wilson will be the guy or is the guy. And that's, that's what you need to do when you have a quarterback like that. Just to, uh, just for clarity too, there are other charts in this article that kind of add more context. So even though the saints are the team that looks like they're massively over the salary cap, there's also a nice little breakdown of which teams can, you, uh, you know, essentially restructure and, and offset what looks like a whole bunch of uh, red numbers as far as the salary cap goes. The Saints are best set up to restructure and get back under the cap. There's a small little area of cap hell where the Packers are still close to that, but also the Falcons are in there. The Eagles are in there. Two teams that are supposed to be in the middle of a rebuild. I know the Eagles just made the playoffs, but they've got the three first rounders and, you know, they're still a rebuilding roster from their uh, veteran heavy roster, but the Falcons being closer to this cap hell spot in part because of Julio Jones moves a couple years ago and Matt Ryan, it's an interesting spot for a team that is in the second year of their regime in Atlanta. Yeah, that that second chart is a really important one because it shows that the Saints are not in the salary cap hell that everybody keeps talking about them being in. Yes, they are the most over the projected salary cap in the NFL, but they also have the highest amount of money that can be easily restructured and you know, get get them under that number. And this is the point that people that know about the same salary cap have been making for years. Like they're not in salary cap hell because they restructure these deals. They can free up 80 plus million dollars worth of cap space without cutting anybody, right? And they'll probably end up cutting a couple of guys that aren't necessarily in the long-term plan. So the Saints are not in this this salary cap hell quadrant of that graph, but it also highlights just how much how much trouble a team like the Falcons are in. Because like they're not in a good spot right now either, and they don't have the flexibility that the New Orleans Saints have to shift money around and to restructure and to, to clear up all that cap space that way. The Falcons are in this spot where they don't have a ton of resources. They don't have the, the cap space or the draft picks, and they actually need to start nailing a couple of these draft selections just to get like some breathing room. In honor of the big game, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in New York, meaning you can bet from almost a third of the country. If Sportsbook isn't yet available in your state, you can play DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest for Super Bowl 56, and new customers can get a free shot at a $1 million top prize with their first deposit. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code PFF, get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. It's promo code PFF at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. you got to be 21 or older and you see DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Tennessee. Call the Tennessee Red Line 1-800-889-9789 in Connecticut. Call 888-789-7777 in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY. There's one more chart in there that I thought was fascinating. It kind of sums it up, right? Uh, how well did teams play this year? Their winning percentage against their combination of resources. So you've got four quadrants here. So you've got teams like the Bengals, 
who are about to play a Super Bowl. And by the way, they're looking good this offseason yeah. as far as draft capital and uh, and money, right? And salary cap. You have teams that just, on the other end, that weren't good and don't have great resources. That's the Panthers. That's the Bears. Two teams, you're like, hey, we're in the middle of a rebuild, but you're not equipped to do that. You've got some really good teams that maybe don't have the resources to rebuild. But I want to bring up Seattle because they're in the not a good team, not a lot of off-season off resources bucket. The roster has continued to get worse. And, you know, they're running out of time with Russ. How's Seattle going to get better this offseason? It's not looking good as far as the beginning of the offseason looks. I mean, that's the kind of graph that, like, if Russell Wilson sees that graph and decides, yeah. what am I doing here? I want out. Like, I want to go somewhere else. Find me a new team agent. You know, here are the teams I want to go to. Now, look, Chicago, I think, was one of the teams that he was interested in a year ago. Obviously, they have Justin Fields now. New Orleans is another one of those teams, I think, that was on his short list that was thrown around last year. They're not in the best spot in the world, even if they can free up a lot of space. So, but you're looking at that and you're saying, if you're Russell Wilson, the chances of your life getting better in Seattle anytime soon are not particularly high. Similarly, Carolina, like you don't have the quarterback and you don't have resources to make much happen either. Carolina are not in a good spot either going forward. But the teams I think that are in a really great spot because of this are Cincinnati, who, as you said, are in the Super Bowl and have resources to work with, and the Chargers, who obviously didn't make the, the playoffs, didn't make the Super Bowl run, but they have Justin Herbert, who was spectacular again in year two, and they're in a good spot in terms of resources. So all of a sudden, the benefits of, of having a quarterback on his rookie contract is going to pay off for them, but they also have a phenomenally good quarterback, quarterback on his rookie contract, which just makes life so much easier for those teams. Yeah, and just to uh, to sum it up, we already mentioned the Jaguars and the Jets, the other teams that have a golden opportunity to get the rebuild going, the Detroit Lions, the Houston Texans, the New York Giants, where most of their resources in uh, draft capital, where they do have uh, picks five and seven in the, in the first round and uh, among the best teams as far as draft capital goes. So uh, go check it out. It's over at pff.com, breaking down which teams are best set up for the draft and free agency. We'll have much more on your teams and what they're going to do in the draft and free agency very, very soon. It's the PFF NFL Daily.